Listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that's no, I'm not reading that stupid pun. My name is Christopher Winter. Which one was no, that? I'm not re- My name is Christopher Winter. Was and it the pun about I am retail Jim politics? Davis. It was, wasn't it? I'm not. I. It doesn't bear repeating. <laughs> retail politics. I like. I that. am Jim Davis. And my name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. Also, John, today is Thursday, the seventh of September, nineteen and seventy-eight. We're looking at the eighty-first mm. ever, certainly Garfield strip, and if I may point out, certainly are the fifteenth in a row. We have without we've crossed, Lyman. We've crossed the two-week threshold. Will Lyman ever return? It's where's Lyman? I. I honestly have no idea. No, no one knows. Well, in today's strip, Chris, what happens in Thursday, today's strip, September seventh, nineteen seventy-eight, Garfield finally utilizes his butt for personal gain. <laughs> A characteristic trait of cats, uh, and some people. Um, John, I I don't know. I mean, I think it may be worth pointing out that whatever. today's strip is disgusting. On multiple levels. <laughs> Today's strip is nauseating. You, I, I, I wonder if you're going to list them for us. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. <laughs> what? Well, time will Let's tell. begin with panel one. In panel one, John is sitting at a table with a, a fork in right hand with a big old steak on a plate in front of mm-hmm. him. Garfield is perched on the tabletop yep. with his butt... <laughs> Like, right up against John's left hand. Very close to the stake. Very close to the stake, John. I might add, if if Arbuckle were holding the fork in his left hand, as is proper, (laughs) the fork would be going up into Garfield's big old butthole. It would. It would. Well, if if Garfield does indeed have a butthole, John, we we have yet to find out. Despite much research, we have yet to find out. And uh, Garfield is waggling his tail. Uh, waggling? Yeah, yeah, I think he's waggling. Wa- waving, waggling. Uh, dust, he's dusting John Harbuckle's face with his tail. and Or tickling, tickling, that's mm-hmm. the word. And I, I liked waggling. John is giggling. He, he, he. True. Few points. few points about panel one, John. Please. Okay, number one. Number one. As you so rightly noted, John Arbuckle has a fork in his right hand and nothing in his left hand. How He does not have a knife. How, How's he going to cut that steak? How is he planning on eating this steak? You can't cut a steak with just a fork. No, no, you can't. I do appreciate that you said it's proper to have your fork in your left hand, European mm-hmm. style. Yes. Well, I guess American style, you... you Hold American, it left, so, yeah, left you hand cut it up and cutting, the, and then you swap yeah, you swap over. the fork. But he doesn't yeah. have a knife, so he couldn't do any cutting anyway. Not to mention which that the steak is the steak is uh, this is an enormous steak, massive, just massive steak. For, for you know, for the listeners who don't read the strip with us, the steak is the steak fills the entire plate. John is eating nothing but meat, 
in today's strip, as we have seen him do on a number of occasions mm. in the past. And you know what? Frankly, I worry about John Arbuckle's diet. Atkins' diet, John. John, is he? I worry that he's in danger of 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 developing, well, you know, scurvy, constipation, any number of 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 health effects. John, he doesn't even have a glass of milk to go with it in this one. John, as he has in the past. John, number one. Is it worth me pointing out that the steak does not completely cover the plate? No, it's not. Number well, it doesn't come up over the rim, yeah, but it fills I mean, the entire... I doesn't, mean, doesn't cover the plate. It fills the entire, you know, traditionally usable surface Look, area. Look, as I plate. said, it's not worth mentioning. <laughs> uh, number two, you don't... You, I think in this case, you... Look, I don't want to spoil the ending for you. I know you haven't looked at panel three. Don't worry too much about John Arbuckle's diet. Oh, he oh, oh he, he goes doesn't... on a diet, John. He goes on a diet. Think... Oh, 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 oh. I know you're wondering well, what that could possibly yeah. mean. You'll find out in panel three. I worry about okay, I worry about his his food choices. Uh-huh. Is that better? Yeah, yeah. All right. So So in panel two Go on. Were you ready to move on? I was just going to say, you know, you had wondered if I would number the different what respects in which this strip is mm. disgusting. I think I only have three. <laughs> number one, okay. John Arbuckle's meal is disgusting. It's too much meat, not enough everything else. <laughs> number two, it's disgusting that he allows his cat on the like, dinner I table. I want to say that John Arbuckle has really simple tastes, right? See, so you'd say like, well, he's a real meat and potatoes kind of guy. Without but the potatoes. There are no, yeah, potatoes. no potatoes. He's just a meat guy. Number three sorry. is no. I interrupted you. I'm fine. sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I interrupted no, no, no. you. It's fine. No, I interrupted no, it's you. It's fine. Keep going. Num- no, please. Number three, John, as noted, it's disgusting that Garfield's butthole is so close to John Arbuckle's face and dinner. Mm. And, yeah, and hand and, and yeah. Yeah. Well, everything. You basically. just, like, stay away from a cat butt, you know? Even just the tail. The tail is like in his face and swishing, like covering wide swaths of his face. It's hard to know. And that might be a fourth disgusting like, point. It's hard to. It's hard to at know. At the how very to count least, them. at the very okay. So take like even setting the issue of the butt itself aside. <laughs> the like all. Just think of all the cat hair that's going to be flying all over the everywhere, over the everywhere air, to, around like over the state everywhere. Like at the very least. Assuming John Arbuckle gets to eat this steak by the end of panel three, which I'm sure he seems will. like a safe assumption, it's going to be covered in cat hair. I, you know, I think those that's under my second disgusting point: cat on the dinner table. Mm. But mm. Mm. yeah, okay. I'm going to stick right. with three. What was number one? Again? Number one, uh, the meal itself is disgusting. Oh. And number two was cat on dinner table. Number three, butt prox- oh, butt hole proximity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Let me let me repeat those just so there won't be any confusion. It's, I think he swapped two and three. Number. I disagree. At one point. Number one, <laughs> disgusting meal. Number two, cat on table. Number three, butthole meal proximity. That is also the track list of our upcoming EP. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on to are panel we, are two. We, are we a Jim Davis? Yes, we are. <laughs> Moving on to panel two. <laughs> it's a That's, it's a Devo it's a, cover. Yeah, it's a Devo reference. Yeah, <laughs> thank thank you. <laughs> uh, in panel two, Garfield is uh, 
moved into a even more intrusive position on the table. He's actually directly in front of John. <laughs> There's no way. In this panel. There is no way to interpret panel two other than Garfield is standing on top of the stake. It's it's a display of of territorial aggression. Um, and and uh, he's he's ramped up his tickling his tail tickling mm-hmm. activities. Uh, to the point where John Arbuckle is no longer giggling churlishly. He is now guffawing yeah, yeah. at the top of his lungs in bold. Un- ha, uncontro- ha, 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 ha. Uncontrollably. Uncontrollable laughter. Fits of laughter. And John, for listeners who can't, who aren't looking at the strip and don't see panel two, just to clarify what I meant, we've zoomed in a little bit so we no longer see the steak, the pl- steak on the plate. But based on, like, Garfield is right in front front of John Arbuckle now, Garfield facing the camera, his butthole positioned, you know, basically, you know, on John Arbuckle's John chin. Yeah, yeah, I would have said yeah. chin, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how to read this other than Garfield is standing on top of where the stake was in panel and, one. And, and boy, you think that's disturbing. And I do. Can I, and can I, I do. Can I, and I do. Can I, can I, can I add a wrinkle? Please do. John Arbuckle's left hand is clearly visible. Still empty. <laughs> yes. Look, we 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 take a moment, take a moment and try to find John Arbuckle's right hand, which you'll recall contains a fork. Okay, John, I'm I'm making a careful search of panel 2 of today's strip, and I cannot locate John Arbuckle's right hand in anywhere. I have some It is it is nowhere to be seen. Speculation as to where it may be. Oh, we're very childish on this podcast. I mean, um, well, panel three. I mean, look, but look what we have to work with, people. Come yeah. on. Panel three. Panel three, Garfield has exited the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's walked off. He's gone. On, probably, 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 probably past the, past the camera. He could have jumped off the table. We don't know. It could have gone stage right. Yeah. It's not entirely clear. It's, there's no way to know. Yeah, but just, I mean, given, like, because he, he started stage left, mm-hmm. and then he moved over onto the plate, mm-hmm. and, th- and then, and now he's gone, so. I like. That leads me to believe he exited probably stage right, or, or like, right by the camera. I like to imagine that rather than stage right and towards the camera, what he did was stage right and jumped off the edge of the table with, and I'm just speculating here, John, with that juicy steak in his mouth. Wait, what steak? Exactly. Exactly! Uh-huh. Oh, man. So we buried the lead here. So the other thing that's going on, uh, like, not just... Uh, so Garfield's gone, but what else is gone? The steak! Mm. Although the plate is still there. John Arbuckle John is staring at left the plate in disbelief. staring in bemusement at his empty plate. Is John Arbuckle nonplussed, John? Hard to say. Who no one can know it. Mankind may never know. Uh, uh, not a not a particularly funny strip, but um, no, I will. I think the basic joke comes. I, I'll say precariously close to working. The joke, like the like joke the, in this case is Garfield took John Arbuckle's food. The the joke is that Garfield employed subterfuge. 
in 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 the in the act of of stealing John Arbuckle's food. And I think uh, you know I, I think it's handled fairly well. I like that you don't see him grabbing the steak. Mm. You don't see him walking off with it in his maw. It's just like Garfield passes over where the steak used to be and and it's gone after he like he, like he's a Roomba or something. <laughs> you know, just like sucking up steaks as he goes along. Subterfuge one of the funniest varieties of fuge. And I I also like Garfield's expression in both panels. Yeah. He's very like he's like he doesn't look devious. He looks like like he's genuinely connecting with John, mm. like like they're having good times together, and he's just kind of a kind of an asshole. You're saying Garfield? Fo- he doesn't care. Garfield fools the reader just as much as he fools John Arbuckle. Yeah, or maybe 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 not even that. Like maybe he's not even. It's not even nefarious. It's just cat gun and cat. Yeah, cat gun and cat. You know? I I can't say that I care much for this strip, John. I think it is as mediocre as it is disgusting. Meaning very. Um I mean, I guess if I were to drag this segment out by speaking about it any longer, I you know, here's yeah, what I'd say about this, it. This this sounds promising. <laughs> Panels 1 and 2, we really don't know what Garfield is up to. Right, we're in the dark just as much as John Arbuckle is, and so well, and so and I mean, so. Nah, just just listen. Knowing what we know John, about Garfield, John, I mean, it's clear. John, okay, I'm going right, somewhere. Okay, okay, see where I'm going okay. first, and then you can tell me why I'm wrong. All right. Um, panel three, we get a shock. Garfield was he tricked us. He tricked John Arbuckle. He was in it to steal the steak all along. Just just mm. go with that assumption. I know you might have some questions with it. This to me. This to me... I always have questions. This to me is the perfect example of Alfred Hitchcock's famous distinction (laughs) between shock and suspense. Yes, Mm. we get a surprise in panel three. I'm I'm not denying it. But imagine if in panels one and two, we knew what Garfield was up to and John Arbuckle didn't. Then we'd have suspense. Because we'd be wondering, we'd be like, John Arbuckle, you fool! He's after your juicy steak! Yeah. So the steak, just to be clear, the steak in the uh, Hitchcockian reading of this strip, uh, the steak is the MacGuffin, right? The steak is, is, it's like the formula or the secret papers or whatever that gets the plot moving. I mean, I think the particular Hitchcock story I was thinking of, uh, the steak would, Garfield's intentions, I guess, would be the bomb under the table. Like you're familiar with that term, right? I, I know what a MacGuffin, MacGuffin? is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I mean, I'm thinking. Astute listeners uh, should probably already know what that Hashtag is. Hashtag MacGuffin. Um, I'm thinking of a particular, you know, Hitchcock describing uh, the people eating dinner, uh, scene of people eating dinner, and there's a bomb under the table, and the at the very end, the audience knows. Well, see that he 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 t- tells the story two ways. First way, the audience doesn't know. And then the dinner is really boring. And then at the end, the bomb explodes. And you have like five minutes of boredom followed by a shock. And he says, you know, fuck that. Only he says it in that funny accent of his. You know, he's like, Hmm. fuck that. Um, Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. evening. 
I'm Alfred. I'm a director. And this is my cat, Garfield. <laughs> Our only thought is to... Uh, um, and he tells the story the same way, but this time the audience knows. And so even though the mm. conversation mm-hmm. is super boring, the scene's really exciting because the audience is like, get up, you idiots! There's a bomb under... And so, I, you yeah. know, I wonder if... Have I... Okay, so... If we knew I've heard that John Arbuckle's intention, if we knew Garfield's intentions, maybe panels one and two would be more suspenseful. So fill me in here. I, I've I've actually heard that story before. Mm-hmm. Is that something that he actually literally did? No, it's just an example. Or is that just, it's it's a thought it's experiment? Just, yeah, it's a it's a thought experiment. Okay. Or a film if, experiment. Wait, okay, a, a question about your question. When you said something <laughs> okay. he actually did, do you mean a scene he actually filmed? Did he actually see? film that scene or did he actually put a bomb under a table <laughs> the answer in either case okay. is okay. not now, to my now I have two questions <laughs> um, so the stake is kind of like the Mount Rushmore from which John Arbuckle is, is hanging I mean if I say uh, yes, or, or, if I say yes, can we end the podcast? Or, or the the stake is the crop duster that that uh, attempts to uh, to uh, machine gun him to death. You are one in the cornfield. One hundred percent correct. You're hosting, buddy. You can end. It. <laughs> you can you can end this misery. <laughs> All right. Uh, you've been listening to. I forgot. I forgot I was hosting. You've been listening, Jim Davis. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Oh, you forgot you were hosting. Oh, okay. no, I remember the name of the program. Well, you said you forgot. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, an increasingly ramshackle podcast. You can support the program by just sending us some money. That would be great. Please visit the blog www.beingjimdavis.com where you can blah de blah 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 Twitter at Being Jim Davis, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Chat Roulette, follow me at Dr. Underscore Garfield or John at Inscrutable Taco. Inscrutable 99. Taco. 99. <laughs> Hashtag panel two. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Hashtag fake Twitter. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.